0: Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we break down popular film franchises one
1: movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm ready, man. Check it out. I am the ultimate Bad ass. State of the Bad art. You do not want to fuck me. Check it out. Hey, Ripley, don't worry. Me and my squad of ultimate Badasses will protect you. Check it out. Independently targeting particle beam phalanx. Flap. Fry half a city with this puppy. What the heck happened? I'm Alex. <laughs> I know. I, I, I just like the, I went out of my mind for, for like a span of like down. thirty seconds there. Yeah, I, I like how
0: of... I like how you you put so much uh, so much motion into it that it's probably gonna pick up the chair rocking back and forth on the, on the podcast. I hope it does. <laughs> Good stuff.
1: So anyway, yeah, I got nothing now.
0: Oh, oh, you're drinking some refreshment there.
1: True professionals here. All right, so we're doing Aliens this time. (laughs) Woo! Uh, The James Cameron film from 1986. Mm -hmm. Which Uh, is weird. We're talking about this. Seven years after the first movie.
0: Yeah, that's... You would not see that happening to a franchise today
1: if the first one is successful. Yep. Uh, So, let's look. The Rotten Tomatoes course has a 98% uh, critic score... Which is the highest? Sounds right. We have yes, it is the highest score that we have on here, and then it has an audience score of ninety-four, which is the exact same as the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler, oh. best thing, worst thing.
0: Oh God, I forgot to think of my best thing. What's oh. my best thing? Oh God, <laughs> my my. So so my favorite, probably the probably the fact that it directly. Or here, it, I'm trying to think of how to go about this.
1: The, your your favorite thing should be that it's not Avatar.
0: Oh, we'll get to that. We'll just hold your horses, buddy. The no the the fact that this movie kind of feels like it kind of feels like the, this the the um I don't know what's a, what's a, you you know tennis what's a good sports analogy for this the the
1: uh, <laughs> I have to like, know what you're talking like the about first, first. The
0: first one is the the setup like the the. Whatever you do before you actually hit the serve, and this one's the follow through. Yeah, sure. (laughs) This one is the serve, while the first is the the toss. Is there a technical term for that?
1: No. Oh, okay. So it's the toss. You toss the ball up and then you serve it. it. Yeah. Okay. This podcast is going so well right now.
0: (laughs) You you throw it's no the first one is
1: awkward silences. I'm not. Weird, there are no silences. I'm trying to talk. Weird analogies. I hate you. Me quoting stuff crazily while while on a rocking chair. Are you quite finished, sir? No. I have a point to make. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: it's it's the 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 first one is is perfectly placing this ball in the air, and then this one is is knocking it out of the park. Where it's it's. I mean, I know you don't want to do that in tennis, but we're we're mixing we're mixing the analogies here. Just just work with me it's it's you do if just, you're angry sure <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the this is the it, it takes everything that the first one gave it and it expands it now that we've kind of gotten the concept of the alien being freaky and everything like that and like what it looks like the design and all of that together we we are now taking that and rolling with it and, and building the tension i think raising the stakes we're creating more character development for everyone involved and and approaching it from a very interesting angle after the first one did the the straight-up isolated horror feel so well and this one's taking a, a different approach to it that is, is similar in some ways but is also it feels like a bigger and more kind of explosive not just because of the finale of the movie but a more explosive like general... Maybe maybe more more energetic feel might be more, maybe what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And my least favorite thing, it's probably the the finale, not not the 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 big fight with the alien before the the first big fight with the the alien queen, but the, the second one where where well the first big fight is in like when she's torching all the eggs and everything, but the 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 fight with the air shaft and every or the airlock and everything because physics in that does not make any sense. And it's, it's it's just the kind of thing where they were looking for some, you know, exciting way to, to cap off the, the, the movie. But it's it's a little derivative of the first one, although it's it's nice. You could also argue that it's just supposed to be a callback, which I guess is nice. But it, it just generally, they probably could have come up with a more physically accurate way of doing that, where her arm wouldn't have gotten ripped off or something along those lines. Yeah. and And, yeah.
1: But this, overall... This movie's great. Yes. I didn't, I didn't, I, I feel like I always forget just how great this movie is mm-hmm. until I watch it. I'm like, wow, that, I'm amazed that that's how, as good as yeah. it is, you know? Uh, I think my favorite thing is just Sigourney Weaver because she, she owns the role. This is clearly hers. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is kind of a mistake that they make with the, with some of the sequels. But, but the focus is front and center on her as it should be for this one. Mm hmm as opposed to some of the ones down the line where they should have moved on. Moved on, yes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, they actually go ahead and, and they take a character that, you know, survived this horrible experience but didn't really get a whole lot of character development in the first one. And now yeah. she has, like, a full-blown arc. There's a lot of, you know, motherhood-type thematic stuff going on with her and then with her do- daughter dying. Oh, we watched the special edition, by the way, yeah. which I believe, personally, is the, is the better cut. I time. think that's
0: probably I know we've done a couple of different special editions now, I think. Yeah. Uh, but the I think generally what we're gonna try to side with what we've done so far and in the future we'll continue to do is go with the one that is most is closest to the original vision for the movie. Yeah. Like if we ever get around to, you know, the Daredevil uh movies, then obviously we'll go with that. Uh next week we'll be doing the uh director or the, the
1: assembly, assembly
0: Cut. Assembly cut, is that it was that was that uh T- t- who's the director of that? David Fincher, Finch? yeah. Fincher, yeah, yeah. Is is that the same?
1: Is that was did he does, did he create that or was that a studio no.
0: thing? Okay,
1: they asked him to come back and make a director's cut, and he was like, "Nope." So cool. they pulled together all the footage that they had and tried to edit it together as best they nope. could.
0: Interesting, but, but either you, way, it, yeah. yeah. Going, we're trying to go with the one that's a little more true to what the vision of the movie is. Although <laughs> next week we're doing it just because I guess because. That movie had several visions that we'll, we'll get to. Alien we'll definitely 3. get there, um, but, but, but or not next week actually. But, I mean, we gotta we gotta take a little detour with the first two predators. Oh right? yeah, right,
1: yeah, because yeah, we're doing AVP, mm-hmm. right. So we'll come around to that. But like, anyway, but like I was saying, like there, there's you know a lot of thematic stuff going on that's not like beating me over the head, yeah. like some later James Cameron movies. Yeah. Looking in you Avatar, yeah. and I'm just gonna go ahead and say, obviously, I'm not a big fan of that movie. I'm gonna try and refrain from just well, let's, constantly let's, like bashing that. Let's go ahead and rant a little bit about it here because well, is, let, let me do my favorite and least favorite. Things. Well,
0: but I feel like if we don't if we don't nip that in the bud now, we're gonna keep just making these these annoying jokes where we keep bringing it up again until we. Bash James it into the Cameron
1: ground. became a hack after a certain point in time. Well, it's yeah,
0: it's it's very strange. I'm gonna watch say
1: post Terminator Two.
0: I don't think I'd watch this movie. I think the last time I watched Aliens i hadn't watched avatar since it was out in theaters and i watched aliens like two or three years ago and so i neither or avatar wasn't really fresh in my mind and then i watched aliens then i watched avatar like two or three years like like recently like a few months ago yeah and that was but that by that point aliens wasn't fresh in my mind but now i i have such a clear idea of avatar and watching this movie was just mind-blowing how similar he got like there's so many design cues and like little little things that are just like obviously exactly this like, like he's he's just tried to expand on it and in avatar and it almost kind of feels like a, a you can go a couple of different analogies but it almost kind of feels like a, a peter jackson and the hobbit trilogy sort of thing or lucas and the prequels where they, they these oh and, and you're you're not an idiot if you like any no, of those movies no. we're not we're not trying to we, we might bash those some other day but at the present moment, we're just saying... Those generally are, are a lot more CGI-heavy. They're a lot more bloated. They're they're more kind of obsessed with...
1: with... The story is not at the forefront of importance yeah. for those movies. It
0: feels a lot more like the director's like, oh, we have all this, these fun toys to play with now. Let, let's put them all on the screen and not kind of forget about the fact that the reason our original movies were successful is because of like the heart and the character. At the center of them. This I really get that feeling and this is completely me reading into it, so I could be utterly wrong about this, but I really get the feeling with, with James Cameron that it was kind of like a thing where just just when you watch this one and you watch Avatar, it feels like Aliens was... he. It feels like he was hoping that he could do more with Aliens or something like that, and so when he made Avatar, he, he kind of went crazy with all the the CGI and the effects and everything, because he was like, oh, I can do so much with this now, and I can, I can show on screen what I originally wanted to do with Aliens. Which is funny because I would say in a lot of ways, Aliens is is I, it maybe maybe not now, but I think definitely in ten years, Aliens will hold up better than Avatar. I think I think that's that's something you can, because Avatar already like the fact that so much of it is is uh, CGI and and CGI has come so far is already starting to look more and more like you know you can you can poke holes like you just notice problems with it. Yeah. Well, this one there's so much use of like miniatures and practical effects and everything. And I don't wanna to get too far into the whole practical versus CGI effects and I'm not saying CGI is the devil, but I'm saying when you get obsessed over CGI, it's not as good as when you are trying to work with limited resources and that and that leads you to say, alright, screw whatever it looks like, we need to get the story down first because we obviously can't really help. That's the part we can help. Yeah. As opposed to when you when directors are working with CGI where they kind of get into this, you know, streak of like obsessed over what things look like when they probably should be focusing more on the characters.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: <laughs> anyway, I think that covers about why we have
1: mentioned Avatar twice already. That movie depresses me.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: And the fact that it's the highest grossing movie of all time just sickens again, me. If, if you hate
0: it, or if you, if you love it, you know, that's fine.
1: It's not the worst movie no. ever made. It's just, I, I see, I look at it and I just see James Cameron's very cynical... mind at work and i just it's it's looking into his mind and just seeing how it works and how he thinks he can easily manipulate an audience and apparently
0: it worked and apparently (laughs) very very well yeah Yeah, but
1: he's done this to us twice now (laughs) you're not wrong i don't i don't like titanic very much either it's better than Avatar, but I don't like it much. <laughs> but, uh, all right, let's get to my, my least favorite thing. Uh, like I said, my favorite thing was probably just Sigourney Weaver and Ripley and, yeah. and all the stuff that goes with that. Um, I really don't have a whole lot of a least favorite thing for this. Might just be some of the special effect shots that haven't dated well. Some of the compositing shots with the ship flying around yeah. don't look very good. Now, yeah, I, I should go ahead
0: and say that that does not... Look as good as Avatar does. Yeah. That's not what I was talking about. But some talking.
1: of the special effects are amazing. Like the first shot we get of of Ripley's shuttle that cu- came off of the Nostromo no. at the end of the first, that coming in and like zooming in on that yeah. in space looks amazing. Yeah. It looks se- so seamless. Mm-hmm. And like there are so and, many and of those shots much, that look that Pretty great. much
0: everything that happens on the planet looks incredible. Like, yeah. like th- there's a lot of stuff. That, that doesn't look quite as good when that they're they're flying the shuttles around and all that stuff but like and some of the space station type stuff but the the actual like the the, the little car tank thing they have rolling around and uh like like all of that stuff looks really really good
1: miniatures hey oh yeah.
0: again with the uh, peter jackson uh hobbit comparisons there did they use a lot of miniatures in the original star wars trilogy
1: yeah well there you go oh, they used tons of miniatures for that yeah like pretty much all that Death Star stuff was all miniature work
0: CGI may not be the devil but good miniatures is yeah I don't know
1: I mean I mean godly? just I mean, I mean just look at look at the Lord of the Rings movies like Minas Tirith they built yeah. a huge miniature for that yeah. and of course they put in these little CGI army guys you know running yeah. around the orcs and stuff but It's a a blend. It's not... it's a blend. It's not reliant on... It's not just, hey, we've got two people surrounded by green screen. Act. Yeah, it's it's not... And we have a tennis ball up here. This is is how tall this person is when you're looking at them.
0: Yeah, it's it's not... Let's just completely... It's the kind of thing where I don't... Again, I don't think CGI is a bad thing. I think people a lot of a lot of directors these days have come to rely on it way too much. Yeah. Because they they forget the fact that some a lot of times things can look better when they have actual weight, yeah. you know, if they're miniatures and stuff like that. And and it, doing that and then touching it up and putting in stuff with CGI, putting in stuff like, yeah, like tiny guys that are fighting yeah. on this miniature, obviously you need CGI to do that, and when you do that with the miniature, it looks great. Yeah. And yeah, it bothers me a lot that people have or that 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 Hollywood has become increasingly reliant on that as as kind of a, a crutch rather than a tool, uh, just another tool in the arsenal. Yep. And I hope that eventually we'll get around to that point again where where the CGI fad kind of wears off because we're like, okay.
1: I, I think you got people like Christopher Nolan, and J.J. Abrams yep. pushing for more practical effects. Yeah. And obviously, uh,
0: um, the big one everyone's talked about recently, Mad Max, uh, crap was this George Miller. Yep. Yeah. The, the where where that again lots of CGI but. Very, very, you know, practical stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think people are coming
1: back around to that. But anyway. So pretty much, old is always better. Correct. I, I know you love that argument. Yes. Old is always better, Old Tyler. is always better. But yeah. <laughs> so, so I, that's really the, the only negative I can think of. There's yeah. not really a whole lot in this movie that bothers me. Uh-huh. Like, plot-wise, I think it's very well done. I, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I I really don't have a there, whole lot there of There are a lot of very
0: subtle character moments that are great.
1: Yeah. And and, and it, it just amazes me that James Cameron wrote this and the first two Terminator movies. Same guy, allegedly, <laughs> that that wrote Titanic and Avatar. Yeah. Like, I don't it, get it it. it. it feels like two completely different people.
0: It really does feel like Titanic and Avatar. And and I mean you could argue this is part of him being, you know, just a complete genius. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is him. Seriously, like he's just he he cracked the script so well here and then he he trained himself even further or like like studied even further or whatever and and worked home so hard that he he got the point where he can just write the perfect script to to you know appeal to the ma- appeal to i don't want to say appeal to the masses that's extremely condescending
1: but i'll be even more condescending to reach the lowest common denominator. I
0: mean, it, it kind of does feel like that though, it, it yeah, it where where he is trying or maybe not even i again i i resist that term a lot because it feels very much like oh you know us people that what that actually care about movies we are the smart ones it's not necessarily that it's people it's, i just
1: I, I i that's not where i come from yeah no i know, I, no, I, I, know I, I know i know a lot of film critics that, that love both titanic and avatar yeah, this, i mean that's true too this, this is this is very much from a place of like I just see his his cynicism, and I don't get why people and how, get how, a genuine motion, emotional response, and how this. simple and black and white yeah. a lot of it. And it's there's it's, no complexity. It's not, to I, anybody in I, I, those movies. I want
0: to I want to draw. It's not. We're not trying to say that people who don't hate those movies are stupid because they're not. No, I, I'm saying, and I'm not saying that you have to be it, that that if you. Well, for one, I'm saying that I think I think the key is that he got a lot of people who don't generally watch a lot of movies, like, they you know, or or
1: they don't generally... I mean, you have to if you're getting, what, like, $2 billion worldwide? Yeah,
0: maybe not even that. Just people who don't generally read into movies that much, like people that just enjoy movies. People that just, you know, go to the theater to have a good time, and then they talk about their friends with it after. they, They head on. They don't really, like, look up anything about the movie or, like, get any further into it. They just enjoy it. And I'm not saying, again that if you're a movie critic you have to hate Avatar and T- Titanic again that's not what I'm saying I'm, I'm sure there are good arguments for why people really enjoy them but I, I, I think that he I think that both of those scripts are very much geared towards getting all the people sweeping in a lot of people with, with these really good special effects and everything and kind of just sweeping them along on this, this thing that ultimately is very simple and straightforward and doesn't have a whole lot of emotional depth to it I would argue yeah but it still gets a lot of people because it's a, it's a spectacle and it's fun to watch and you know they, they go in the theater and they're like oh hey have you seen Avatar and then you know it spreads and you know it,
1: it's just kind of this this kind of casting a huge net to just kind of grab a bunch of people Avatar was nominated for best picture Captain America the Winter Soldier was not
0: yeah you know
1: <laughs> James Cameron's a hack <laughs> James, so that- James Cameron post Terminator 2 is a hack. Yeah, that's fair. I'm, I don't know. I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm not a huge fan of True Lies. I, I haven't seen the whole thing, but the bits I saw of it, I did not like at all, yeah. so I turned it off. So I'm not necessarily lumping that movie into yeah. his filmography as this is the point where he went bad. Yeah. But.
0: Uh, and I don't know, maybe. Uh,
1: I don't know. We could keep. You know,
0: you could play devil's advocate with this all day. Like, it's yeah. just, it's it. As let's, far as let's talk about aliens. Yeah, I was going to say now that, good. but now that we've done our, our uh, backdoor review of
1: Avatar and to a lesser extent Titanic, don't make me talk about those movies. <laughs> Stone. Anyway, but hey, something that those movies lack that this movie has: a plot and characters I care about. Bitch. But yeah, the, the, the all oh. the characters in this movie are wonderfully well done and even if they're like sort of caricatures they still get like moments to shine and and they have a bit more complexity and they get you know somewhat the you know they get some kind of arc the moment that kind of like blew my mind watching this
0: this time was when uh the so so vasquez the uh potentially offensive uh (laughs) considering
1: she's just a normal white jewish lady in real life i think her name is janet goldson you keep talking i'm gonna check on this just to make sure i've got my facts Uh, straight she
0: she, you know fairly stereotypically hispanic uh was she the the first of this type of because probably the the girl in um avatar Mm -hmm. who's named michelle
1: rodriguez's character yes
0: is exactly the same character yeah um where it's it's the the hispanic girl who doesn't take no crap and you know yeah. is 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 tough as nails and all that but she in in this this movie she so so we we set up early on that uh she's she asks uh, lieutenant gorman about how many drops he's been on like how many times he's he's gone on or gone on like a military expedition on the planet or something like that and he's like two including this one and she, she, like, flips out, and she's like, oh, great, or something like that. And, um... It has some sort of witty comment about that. And then later, he breaks down under pressure, and he doesn't know what to do, and it ends up getting a lot of them killed when the, the aliens first come
1: up. Janet Goldstein. That's funny. As Private Vasquez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess they gave her, like, a spray tan and completely... Probably. Un, you know, redid her yeah, hair. Yeah, something like that. And then made her do, like, a slightly Hispanic accent. Uh-huh it's it's actually amazing how convincing it is yeah, yeah. it's borderline offensive it, but it's very yeah, convincing uh
0: and at least they don't they don't say anything like about her background it's yeah. just she has an accent it's not like well they they don't really dive too much into oh you know i'm thinking of the tropic thunder joke where uh robert downey jr is in blackface yeah. basically and and he's like Back in New Orleans, uh Russell also some or something like that. And, like he he has some lines about that. It's where and obviously that's
1: supposed to be satire. They don't go anywhere near that far. As far I, as the like, closest tru- they get is is Hudson makes a crack about oh she heard alien she thought it was a legal yeah, alien yeah, totally. signed up.
0: But but from the character herself, there's no like offensive like stereotyping necessarily. It's just she has a Hispanic accent basically and. She's spray painted, which she is, says,
1: says some stuff in Spanish,
0: yeah, but but again, not yeah, anyway, uh, and and then Gorman gets some gets a lot of people killed because he's not a competent military leader. Yeah.
1: and then at the end of the movie, well, she she almost like um, after yeah. they escape the complex. She's about to like attack him. Yeah, she and and he's unconscious and and, you know, Hicks has to stop her from like beating him up or whatever. She's the one that most is
0: is most angry with him for for failing. And then then right towards the end, she gets what is it? She she shoots an alien while they're in the air ducts and her leg gets sprayed with acid. Yeah. And so then she can't go any farther. And then Gorman goes back for her. And then that's when she has the the famous line uh, the
1: you were we always an a-hole, Gorman? Yeah, yeah, we got
0: try We're trying to keep it PG here. And no, we bleeped out some of that at the beginning. But, uh... Anyway. Yeah, and, and Gorman triggers a grenade and, and they die together. And it's it's like this this great little... It, you, it, it's so subtle you almost might not even pick up on, like, oh, she's actually, like... Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not... They don't play it in your face. I mean, it's not really subtle. That might not be the word I'm looking for. But it's it's... It's just a touch. It's not It's not something they had to do. It's not something that is that important to the plot of the movie or anything like that. It's, it's really just a side little thing. Yeah. But I feel like in a, in, a, in a lot of movies today, if if this was being held by, you know, someone... If this was, was a more generic, cliche movie in any way, then it would be a
1: lot more, you know, in your face and like... Dang. You mean a modern-day James Cameron film? Oh. We're back on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say, I'm really butthurt over Avatar. <laughs> You've, I think you already said that. Not like
0: that, I didn't. <laughs> oh, god dang it. But uh, it just, it feels so just kind of, it's it's very nice. Like, it feels like that we're not, we don't have to freak out over the fact that this happens. And we only get one line between them at the end. And, like, they barely have any dialogue together. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's a little background thing. And I feel like just about every character gets something like that where um even like hudson yeah so hudson has an arc hudson is is you know he's he's the big guy with the bravado and everything and he's you know big man around town my, whatever my, my opening quote yeah. from the yeah. beginning and, and
1: he, he, he's the most excited to get in on the action and then yeah. he's the first one to be like oh, i'm not going back in there yeah
0: he immediately you know uh chickens out and he's he's a coward for a lot of the movie and then at the end he's actually like the, the first one to, to die when the aliens show up because he's fighting for them. A little them.
1: unceremonious. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which it doesn't have to be it would be a little ridiculous, I guess, if every character exploded in
1: some blaze of glory, but Although I I, I do like how he gets someone he's like, Oh you want some? Oh you how about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah And then yeah. he gets grabbed. Yeah.
0: It's it's nice that he is the, the one who's defending everyone else as they try and kind of like escape and at the end.
1: Even like Bishop Bishop and Ripley, they have, their relationship yeah. gets an arc. Yeah, Bishop, Bishop where she's is a, very distrustful of him, where, and then he seems very distrustful just based on a few scenes we get. Like, yeah, him, they do a great job experimenting on the face hugger. They you're do like a great job
0: tos- tossing a few little cl- scenes. There were like you're like, oh, is this gonna be um... ash all over? Ash, again? Yeah, ash, ash 2.0. And then at the and then he, it seems like right at the end, he's he's flown away and and left them to die. Yeah, and then he he flies back in to save him yeah like and it's like oh okay and then uh obviously and then he gets he gets stabbed at the end and ripped apart by the alien queen but he saves uh newt and this is right after there was a conversation between ripley and and bishop where ripley's finally like accepted him yeah like she says some has some line where it's like you just you did just fine yeah of those lines.
1: Well, oh, I like his line after she defeats the alien queen and he goes, not bad for a human. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Can I just say there's so much memorable dialogue? For, oh, yeah. Is this the most quotable movie Probably. ever made? Very possibly. You
0: could make, like, 75 to 90% of this movie into a, a reaction gif that, that could be used for... Like, like, there are just so many moments, especially Hudson. I mean, obviously Hudson has...
1: Why don't you put her in charge?
0: Well, Hudson, who's a little over the top, is is but but he has so many great quotes and dialogue and everything, and it's 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 a superbly written movie. Like there's so much wit in the in the script.
1: I have to do another criticism of Avatar. Why? In terms of the corporate guy. Okay. So this is actually relevant to this podcast? Yes let's compare um, Burke to, to Giovanni Rubisi's character in, in Avatar mm-hmm. here for most of the movie he's played as oh I'm just the company man just following orders yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to hurt anyone or I, I just want to try and do what I can yeah, I'm just trying to follow. Whatever and of course, there's think. the there's the twist where it's like, oh, he sent those people out there. He caused everyone to die. It's all his fault. Yeah. He's he's actually a terrible and person. And then he tries to trap uh, Ripley and Newt in with facehuggers and get them killed yeah.
0: and implanted and everything.
1: And, and whereas you look at, and at no point does he flat out say, "I did this for the money. I did this for the profits." Like yeah. at no point is he like, "I'm beating you over the head with what my motivation is," or like, "I,", I yeah, I guess that's that's supposed to be kind of the implied that's, that's no, all. No, that's fine. That's That should be well, I'm just trying
0: Well, I'm just trying to think, like, there's nothing... Is there anything else that you could also construe it as, to I mean, it's just the fact that he's the company guy. Yeah. And, you, yeah, you gotta assume that, that ultimately he wants money and power, and, you know, yeah. maybe to move up in a company or something like... Yeah. So, overall, it's...
1: it's. He's like, we, we could have both come out of this as heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you compare it to, like, the the military guy and the corporate guy in Avatar... Like one of them's like, I'm gonna kill all the the Navi. Like yeah. that's that's like his prime motivation. He just wants to kill all the Navi. And the other one's like, I, I want that resource because I want money and profits. And I'm evil. I'm evil. I'm evil. Like at no point are those characters presented in a in any sort of likable yeah. scenario. Yeah. And my favorite line in Avatar is when Giovanni Rubisi just goes, "They're just a bunch of gosh darn trees." Yeah. And I'm just like. I'm I'm holding a, a imaginary mallet and beating my head yeah. with it. You're not do, you, wrong. do you get the message? Do you get what his motivation it, it really is, is? Children.
0: Yeah. It 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 really is very heavy handed. And in this one, yeah, Burke Burke is again. He never really explicitly says, "Oh, you know, I, I this is what
1: I'm trying to do." The and prob- I don't. The problem is not that it's that there are anti corporate messages in, in these movies. That's not the issue. No. The issue is how you play it. Yeah. If you are constantly beating my head... I, I, I keep saying that over and over again. But, but like, if you are constantly feeding me that, mm-hmm. like, here are their motivations. We need to flat out tell you what their motivations are. Drives me nuts. Yeah. It makes me feel like you think I'm an idiot and you have to constantly explain it over and over again to me. And you can't give the characters any real gray area.
0: Yeah. Whereas with this, yeah, Burke, Burke is a very... Like, like you 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 feel like he's on their side for a while and it it almost kind of is played in such a way where it's like towards the end he's just cracking and and, you know he's like I can't get Ripley on board with oh the way they
1: played is great like there's the bit where he he leaves the face hugger in the room with them and then you see him turning off the the TV where she's like trying to alert them with the camera and he's like there's just sweat yeah. all over his face, and he's clearly just, like, freaked out of his mind. He's like, I have no idea if I'm going to be able to get out of this one. Well, that, and also, but also it kind of feels, it. it's kind of played where it's like he
0: thinks he can get Ripley on his side to go ahead and, you know, get it, But then over time, like, he he, he
1: just, just becomes more and more delusional. Yeah,
0: he me. just eventually ju- is like, this is obviously the only way I'm going to get this done. And so he, then he turns into the actual kind of villain of the movie. Yeah. And I think that's a great, it's a great Your angle. You're me, pal. <laughs> it's a great, so, yeah it's a great subversion of uh the the uh the android stuff in the first one alongside him alongside bishop is a great subversion of the android stuff alongside the first one and him being there is a great uh little little wrench in the plans in the final act of the movie um that's kind of like one it's like there's three or four different parties that are warring for for different things like the aliens just want to you know Kill thrive everyone. and consume and kill everyone And expand and keep growing Yeah, The aliens are just this unstoppable force While Burke and the, the company are, are You know Stopping everyone because they're trying to get into Oh I want to be able to, to Or we want to be able to study these things And so we don't want to kill them all And then you know it, it, And obviously the humans just want to get out of there alive And yeah it's, it's a great little, little meld of you know These warring factions and I love it like, it's it's very well done, and it's... it's I don't know. It's it's hard to word it better than that. It's just... I, I love that it's not a straightforward, oh, we gotta kill the aliens, oh, we gotta get off the planet because the aliens are trying to kill us.
1: I don't feel like I'm getting preached to. Yeah. Like, these just feel like the elements of the story. Yeah, definitely. With... I'm gonna, this, hopefully, this will be the last time I critique Avatar. Good thing. But, like, when it comes to that, like, all the plot elements, like, when it comes to the bad guys and the evil corporate guys or the evil military guys, I'm constantly feeling like James Cameron is just preaching his political ideology yeah. to me rather than telling a story yeah. that just happens to feature these elements in it.
0: Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, you, it's, if you want to put a message in your story, that's fine. Again. Yeah. Again, we're going. I know you just said this, but I want to. I want to reiterate this. We're not trying to say the problem is that we disagree with with James Cameron's views. I I mean, that that doesn't matter one way or the other. The from from a storytelling perspective, it's how well does he weave those views in and not let them get in the way of
1: telling a good story. Yeah. Um. Don't treat your audience like a bunch of dummies. What's What's some of the other Michael (laughs) Bay. Have you covered... Or have we covered all the characters? Is there anyone missing? Newt! Well, yeah.
0: Newt's it's great.
1: A... I love Newt. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. I agree. They mostly come at night. Mostly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she doesn't really have a, an arc necessarily, but I, lo- I love... She's just... Like, she's just so immediately likable that it's just like, yes, you want Ripley to, to take care of her. Like, mm-hmm. the, it, it's... It, it, elicits such a great emotional response from the audience just immediately. Like just and, seeing this uh, yeah. girl abandoned and alone.
0: And it's great that they they throw in the fact that her Ripley's daughter died of old age, no less, yeah. while she was away. Like that's that I love the fact that it, she becomes this kind of proxy child that she's trying to raise because she wasn't able to be there for her other daughter. Yeah. And
1: yeah, it's it's You know at the end of the movie when when Ripley sends the alien out, out of the ship and Nuke goes to grab her. She says mommy. Oh, that's really yeah, yeah, Yeah. Like that? Yeah. It's emotional. I, I, I love it. Uh-huh. Oh, God. When we get to that third one, I I like that third one. I think after this viewing, I might be a little a little <laughs> less high on it. We'll, we'll come to that. Um, <laughs> but,
0: yeah, it's... it's. I, I'm trying to think of... of. I had something and I lost it. Oh, I, I love the twist at the end where, where it worked. I, I love the first of all. I love the fact that the final act of this movie is like a triple twist that's very well set up, but like the, it keeps st- you keep thinking they're just about through with it, and yeah. then and then something else happens. Um, the, and and I love all the, the there's so many setups and payoffs in that last th- or in the third act of the movie basically, and like I love that new you 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 legitimately are worried like oh god is, is this little child gonna get killed yeah like are they are we gonna lose her um multiple times because she she falls to the vent and then they go to find her and then they try and break the vent open oh and, and
1: then there's that terrifying shot of the alien oh, just yeah cl- creeping right out of the water to grab because her
0: because ripley's looking at the motion detector thing and they're all there's a huge mass coming towards them and then yeah and then they actually get newt it's not like they save her in time they, they the aliens actually get her and so she's like all right i have to go save her yeah and so she goes to go save her and then you know the the she finds the motion detector and she thinks they finally killed her and like it, it keeps going and and you know it keeps raising the stakes and you're like okay she she has to get out of there soon there there's not much time what left
1: 30 40 minutes of this movie's just constant tension yeah it does not yeah. let
0: up yeah and then the they they find the alien queen and that's just horrific and designed wonderfully. Yeah, looks great. And she torches all the eggs. And designed
1: she, by James Cameron. Really? It's not. It's not taken from like any H R Geeker paintings or anything. Huh. It's just James cool. Cameron created that.
0: Uh. But yeah, the, that egg sack thing is yeah. disgusting. Yeah, I love it. And, and where she, she rips off of it to to chase after them. Oh the yeah, that's great. That's, oh. It's so great. Um. Uh, yeah, and and then. And I love the scene that introduces her, too, because Ripley's, like, like there, she's trying to run out of the newt, and then... Because the, the facility's starting to explode, and
1: they just run into this random room.
0: And then, yeah, they're surrounded by eggs, and, and at first you think that that's why Ripley's like, oh, God. Yeah. And then you see her, like, slowly, like, the way it pans across the alien queen, and Ripley slowly looks. This is how and you it's shoot set up, it's set and up, edit a movie. It's set up perfectly, too, where it's not, like, that came out of nowhere nor is it like oh there was an alien there's an alien queen you better get ready because there's gonna be an alien queen it's gonna happen you better you know it's getting excited it's it's there's a little line where Hudson is like maybe they're like a, a hive man and they they're they got an alien queen and then yeah. and then uh, Vasquez is just kind of like is like no you're stupid or something like that there's some little line like that but that's the only hint we get towards that but that is that alone is more than enough for us to be like oh god what if you know that that makes perfect sense when we fi- when we finally see it it's kind of just like a little throwaway line yeah and until we finally see it and then we're like oh they, they set that up and it now we now we're terrified yep and then they run to the elevator and ripley hits both of the elevator buttons and uh she's able to get on one but the, the other elevator opens and that's how the alien queen's able to get up and that's which i kind of feel stupid
1: that i never realized that that she's mm-hmm. pressing for both
0: yeah she pressed for, for both and that's and that's why the alien queen is able to get up and then the they they even set up with a little landing pad is is stuck open when when bishop's trying to swing in yeah to get them off and he hits some stuff and there's some debris that gets caught and then when they fly, they they the next cut is like them inside the ship, and then they fly away. So it it may, like it gives the the queen more than enough time, editing wise, to go ahead and sneak into the, the landing pit. Thing. But
1: did the queen have an extra egg that it stuck no. up in the ship? God dang it! So that Alien Three could happen. Uh, That's uh, the real question of the day.
0: Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's that entire. Yeah, the entire finale of the movie is just constant. First, we, we get the you know the, the the rest of the Marines get killed off with Vasquez and Gorman and yeah uh, Hudson and they all get killed off in, in emotionally cathartic ways and you know their their arcs come to, come full full circle and I love the little uh, setups of the the exosuit thing the, yeah where where when, when Ripley finally steps out at the end the with lifter. that yeah yeah and and you know they they set up that she trained for that on Earth. And for a little while and then yeah. they show that she can use one when they first get on the planet or they first get to the planet and so that's perfectly set up and when she steps out you're like oh man and it's really really empowering because it's like she finally has a way to fight against these things yeah. it's it's not you know shooting and hoping you can kill them all before they swarm you it's not scaring them off with a flamethrower it's she has a giant
1: powerful machine that she can actually use to, to take this thing on one on one and I love it I this is a testament to how much I love Sigourney Weaver's performance in the movie. Actually, nominated for Best Actress, yeah. she didn't win, but she was nominated yeah. for for this movie. I I just find that amazing. But just there's a moment when she's on the elevator going down to rescue Newt, and she's like got the the pulse rifle and the, the flamethrower taped mm-hmm. together. There's a moment where she's like, "Oh God, I'm gonna I I'm totally freaking out right now. I'm stressing blah blah blah." And then she just like puts on a very stern face and she's like, "Okay, time to go to work." Yeah. Yeah, it's like okay, she she's she's able to, to put up that facade and be like okay, now I've got I've got to do work. Yeah, like I just love that, and I love the the parallels too. With yeah, I mean she
0: she plays she has an amazing performance in this movie. Like she totally deserved to be nominated for that. Yeah, as weird as it is that she would have been given, you know, sci fi and fantasy. Well, not fantasy. I guess Lord of the Rings did that, but uh, sci fi and to a completely different extent superhero movies and like horror movies and generally those aren't types of the movies the types of movies that you know that they really look at yeah and i feel like she was just too good in this for them not to <laughs> be like all right well fine we'll take a look um but i love i love uh the parallels with the fact that it's her versus the alien queen at the end the alien queen is like th- there's so many little layers you can look at that as far as like her she's fighting off you know the the creator of this race for one thing yeah and you know she's fighting uh, the or she, she she, there's this stuff about her being a mother and not having the chance to save her children and yeah. she killed this thing's children and it's fighting her and there's just all the weird sexual undertones with the alien not so much in this movie yeah but in the, definitely in the first one with the weird stuff that happens with the alien yeah like the one scene where he just rapes uh, or it's it seemingly rapes one of the crew members with its tail and, oh yeah Veronica Cartwright's character yeah right? Lambert right yeah yeah that's that's very strange anyway um, yeah it,
1: it's but it, it's it, it's what happens when you have a giant penis for a hat yep yeah. I mean it's it's, it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah and it, it's 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 on every level it's it's
0: I, I just I love it
1: <laughs> yeah question and, though is this the best movie we've reviewed so far I think I'd probably
0: say yes I don't know that we've... What, what, I have to think back through all the movies we've done so far. I really don't know that there's a movie that I feel... That we've done so far that I feel has been more tightly executed and and to such a great it's extent. A, it's
1: amazing that this this feels like such a crowd-pleaser type of movie to mm-hmm. me. But at the same time, it doesn't feel like it's going for like was well, common denominator no. stuff or it's like being super obvious or anything but, like it's just smart storytelling it's extremely it's very smart it's,
0: it's, yeah it's clever it's emotional it's emotional in a way that it feel you feel like it earned the emotion it's yeah. not pandering it, it yeah it it it, it really does I, I really forgot how how I felt about this versus Alien since the first time I watched them and yeah it, it's it's it really does feel like this kind of amplifies all, all my feelings about alien to me as far as like the the a lot of the, the for me i think there's a lot more there there's a lot more tension for me i would say in a lot of these because i think it does a better job of making you care about the characters more whereas in the first alien it's kind of like the the fact that you don't know who's going to live is is genius in one way but it's also i think we talk about this it's genius in one way, but it's all because it keeps you on your toes. But it's also kind of like you don't really get a chance to know any of the characters because they don't want to make one of them look like the protagonist. Yeah. Well, in this one, Ripley is very clearly the protagonist, but they do a lot of other stuff with all the other characters. Yeah.
1: I think ultimately, Alien is still a better made movie, just Maybe. in terms of like production design and the way it's shot. Mm-hmm. Personal, personal taste. Yeah. Personal taste. It's, it's it's close. Yeah. Yeah. But I think ultimately this one has—I I don't want to say better storytelling, but it feels like more complex. I mean, it's storytelling. It's
0: different storytelling, but yeah, it's it's more layered and it's—I I mean, obviously, it, it depends on what you're looking for. I, I think
1: it, it's very much—do do you want the horror movie version of this or the action movie version of this?
0: And even the—but
1: I, I don't know that I even, I even agree, agree
0: with that necessarily, because there is a lot of terrifying stuff going huh. on in this movie.
1: Like it's still. You were- oh, another wonderful moment from Sigourney Weaver. The, when they when they the Marines go into the nest or the hive yeah. and they see that first chick who, who's like kill me and the the the, the things popping out yeah. of her chest and you just see the look on Ripley's face of just like oh god not again please yeah. make this stop yeah. like yeah it's great heart pounding stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I agree. Oh yeah, Hicks is in here. Yeah, he's great too. He doesn't really do a whole lot. He's kind of just like. Stoic, yeah, Marines man, but he's not.
0: It, it's in a way that again is is, yeah, personable. He's relatable. Yeah, the the little line where where uh Ripley uh, Ripley's arguing with uh Burke, and she's like, "I say we go up and nuke them all from orbit. It's the only way to be sure." And then, and then there's, he he echoes. there's her. there's, there's yeah. so, more arguments, and then Hicks Hicks just kind of with this like. You know, you know, gr- smirk on his face, looks at Burke, and he's like, "I gotta say we we nuke him off from or- orbit," and then he kind of glances at, at Ripley. And he's like, "It's the only way to be sure." And it's a great little character. There's so many wonderful moments like that in this movie. Yep.
1: Do we have anything more to say?
0: Probably not. This, I mean, again, this is what usually happens when we're reviewing a movie that we really, really like. Yeah, it kind of just. You know, I mean, it's it's a lot easier to, to rant about a movie you hate.
1: Wait, are you telling me you want me to talk about Avatar? More? <laughs> I hate you.
0: It's a lot easier to rant about movies you hate than it is to to you know kind of gush about movies you love. Because when you you're gushing about a movie you love, you're kind of like it's it's great, isn't it obvious? Like yeah. it's just wonderful. And I mean, I, I think I, I like to think, or I hope we've done a pretty good job of kind of solidifying reviews and why we think it's worthy of its praise. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 hard to talk. I don't think we got a whole lot more to say about it. But it's a very character-driven, interesting, complex story that draws you in and keeps and holds you in until the very, the very, very last scene.
1: I wish we got more movies like this. Now I know. I once again, it's it's the whole the old old yeah. is always better. But I just... Which, we should say we are we are joking about that. That's yeah. absolutely not true. Yeah,
0: things. But, but I feel
1: like I don't know I just can't think of like a modern movie that's that's like that 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 I can like say is like the proxy to this I don't know about proxy
0: when I'm thinking of the way I'm talking about this the first thing I think of is, is inception and I know that's kind of a controversial movie for some people too because uh, I, I I know a lot of people like to to
1: that movie's great shut up yeah I mean
0: i I agree um I know if you don't like it you're fine. <laughs> I know a lot of people who, who don't like it for some reasons. I know the, the biggest argument I've heard is uh, people saying, oh, it's it. people just like to watch or like to say it's good because they want to sound smart, which I, I, I'm sure that's not... I'm sure there are a lot of people with perfectly valid reasons for not liking Inception, and that's fine. That's just where you're coming from. But I think that's a I think that's a bad reason for not liking Inception. I, I'm sure there are there, good
1: There's a difference between smart filmmaking and smart storytelling than, like... Than like pretentious like you just don't get it type storytelling yeah what but that's what i'm saying yeah yeah
0: yeah, definitely that's that's a whole other argument and and i don't i don't know
1: that that's i I actually agree with you on that i I think that that's a very solid uh, proxy's not the right word but you know well
0: yeah i'm just thinking of the fact that there's 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 obviously a protagonist there's a lot of emotion and payoffs and little things given to the side characters yeah and it all comes full force and the last, you know, the, the final act of the movie is just this non spectacle that yeah. just does not let up until the very end. It's kind of like that where it's, it, that's what I think of when I think of this is how I would love every movie to be. Like, where it's, it's, you, you give the Wouldn't it be great if all... this,
1: if this was the, the lowest bar for, like, big summer yeah. action movies? Like, yeah. this is the low bar yeah. and just everything? I mean, I don't, what, what do you, what is there
0: that goes a whole lot higher than this? I mean,
1: no, no, that's the point.
0: Well, like, that's what I'm saying is like I can't even think of anything that I I can't think of how I would improve on this movie a whole lot. Yeah, there were a couple little scenes. I think the only other really problem we had was the the um, we mentioned while watching this one, and I don't remember if you said if this was in the theatrical cut or not. There's a, there's some scenes where it shows Newt with her family and they just they're discovering the alien shit. Yeah,
1: that's all part of the special edition.
0: Yeah, and it, and specifically the fact that we see a face hugger in that scene, I have a problem with. I, I wish it was just. Uh, I like the scene. I like the scene of them seeing the alien ship again. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's a little bit there that could be changed, but that's that's complete nitpick and not really
1: central. The, the 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 part with the sentry guns is great. Yes. that that builds up a lot of tension. And that's in the that's only a special edition. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the bit with Ripley finding out about her daughter yeah. is also very. And nice. that's I
0: mean didn't, the the special edition doesn't it open with an intro of James Cameron saying this is this is the movie we always wanted to make. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: He said one of his friends described it as a uh, forty miles of bad road, <laughs> and then it was like a non stop, just like terror yeah, trip. Yeah, that's you know. fair. Yeah, yeah, this movie's great. James Cameron, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. Tyler, are, are we done here? What? What? I think your... we
0: just summarized it.
1: What's your uh, What's your grade?
0: I think I think I think I I, I gotta go. I gotta go eight plus.
1: Oh think, my. this is Oh my god. I think I This is this is the highest. What this is happening right now. This is real. Yeah. And I can barely see right now. It's really dark in here. I'm going to turn the light on. You keep <laughs> talking.
0: But yeah, I I I think overall this is the movie I have enjoyed the most and most invested in that we watched all I them. And I know that's not saying a whole lot. There are definitely some some questionable movies
1: on there, but there are some really good ones too. And I'm saying that even even as hey, I know Spider Man Three was a what, real emotional. What did I give for you? What did I
0: give the old uh, Days of Future Past? You you say. gave that an A. Yeah. See that that even like is a, is a movie where. Yeah, it, it's. I I really thought that was gonna be the one. That, this this is almost surprising to me. I really thought that was gonna be the one that that hit the highest point for me. But I think I think this is for me the my my favorite movie we've done so far. This is oh. probably a, this is oh probably boy. a,
1: a uh, it's, uh, it's all going downhill from here <laughs> probably.
0: <laughs> Bear witness, oh, audience. Don't, well, I, we got this, Predator next week. That's not terrible, right?
1: Uh, no, but I it's, haven't it's, seen it's, 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 <laughs> it's fine. Okay, yeah. we're not. And, gonna, and, that, and that's not me being sarcastic. That like that, that's a genuinely good yeah, movie.
0: Yeah. My my long term forecast for this franchise is that we will not hit the same line again for a while. Nope. Uh, <sighs> I don't even know that we'll do that in the next franchise after that which is a mystery to you audience members but i, I oh I, I alex doesn't remember either
1: i may have said what we're doing next. whatever oh, did
0: you okay maybe it's not a mystery then i, I don't, don't know. know but yeah I, I think this is probably a top 10 movie for me seriously yeah wow the more that like I, top I, I... 10
1: all time for you yeah
0: probably dang okay this is maybe that's my cutoff for a plus maybe it's got to be a top 10 if 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 there's a movie that, that i have to, I, it's got to knock out something else for me if i want it to have an a plus yeah and i don't have a list so i'm not gonna <laughs> it, do, it doesn't matter if this not knock, one knocks anything out so my consistency is already destroyed yeah but
1: yeah i would say so that, that this... i i have a hard time once again i i've said this over the past few episodes I really have had a hard time figuring out what's an A+, plus yes. and what's a normal A, and That's what's fair. an A. Mu- like, it gets all screwy for me. I'm going to go with an A. That's fair. Because I still don't know what an A-plus means. <laughs> so this may be a, pretty much an A+. plus. I don't yeah. know. I, it's the same grade I gave the first one. A uh-huh. L- little bit of like a trade-off in, in what you want from the movie. That's fair. Yeah. I think overall my, my argument I, is although just... Although, I, traditionally, I, I have said that I think the first one is the best. uh uh-huh. I think I, that, uh, my opinion might have changed. I do, I, after this viewing anyway, yeah. I think this one is superior to the first right. one. O- overall.
0: I, yeah, I, and I, I mean, we gushed for however long about the, the first one. Last oh, yeah, that's, that's not, we're not, we're, we're not, we're not giving, we both gave that an A. Yeah, we're not saying anything about that. It's just the, the, the fact that, yeah, it's just, the, and, and I, I feel like this one has, still has enough horror elements to me too, to be just as tense and yeah you know
1: yeah a little bit dumb that they forgot to check the ceilings yeah that's fair <laughs> so it's a little flimsy for a plot point but whatever again though I, I was... once you get to like the halfway point the movie's just too good so that yeah. that's kind of and, stuff and does it's, it's the kind of thing where they,
0: if they'd really obsessed over, it, they probably could have found a slightly more clever way to do that and yeah. do the airlock thing and all that. But I, it just doesn't matter to me in this line. It's because it's just at that point you, they've done what they needed to do, and I don't really care how they go about it. Yeah, like it's like I, they've done the right things with the characters for me to to get behind it, regardless of how they handle it. Yeah,
1: so S- good stuff. Yeah. James Cameron, what did you do? <laughs> I I have a genuine theory that that I, actually I think this is your theory. I think you came up with this. Oh, the twins thing. The twins yeah. thing. Explain your theory to the audience. Oh, that, that's what because he he starts
0: the intro with with uh, of aliens with this is Jim Cameron. And I was like, <laughs> is are is, is there actually a clone of of James Cameron who goes by Jim? And, and he's the one who made all these movies, and then James Cameron locked him in the, the dungeons for uh, for making for outshining him. And now James Cameron wants to, to do his own stuff.
1: I'm the king of the world! Woo 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 woo.
0: No see that was Jim Cameron, and that's that's the point where James Cameron was like, Alright, he's going too far. <laughs> but we that gotta, was after Titanic.
1: Yeah, he, he got free. <laughs> he got free and accepted the, the Oscar. <laughs> he stole the Oscar. That's why he got them. That's
0: what there and, was hope and, after and Titanic. Him, and
1: him repeating Leonardo DiCaprio's line is just him screwing with James Cameron yeah. and being like, "Your line is stupid, but I'm going to take it."
0: This analogy is, or this this theory is falling apart very quickly. I don't. Think so let's so.
1: let's end the podcast before we we have time to uh. Figure out why this So yeah, next next week we're starting on the Predator part of this alien versus predator yes. series. I swear to god, eventually we'll get to those A V T. We uh, promise it's there's a there's a
0: tenuous reason for doing this.
1: Kill two birds with one stone, you know? yeah? It's whatever. Next week we're doing Predator. Yeah. Get to the chopper. Woo. Oh god. I'm gonna have to keep myself from doing Arnold impressions the whole time. Oh, I feel like instead of like a cursing jar, we should just put a jar for every time I talk about Avatar and James Cameron. Or every time I, I do an Arnold impression. That's or, fair. Depending on what the movie is that we're talking about. Yeah, there's a different a different jar for every movie. Yep. That's fair. Oh, God. You'd be a millionaire by the end of like our 50th episode. Woo! I can't probably, probably sooner than that. I can't mind. All right, everybody. Thank Thank you for listening. And we'll see you guys next time.
0: Yep. Stay rogue.
1: Happy Ann Arbor Day!